welcome, welcome, welcome. We're back by popular demand. It's the Two Filthy Puns podcast, and he lives. Jesus has been resurrected. The boy Alex Fenn is with us, alive in the flesh. Alex Fenn, how are you feeling? Yeah, I'm pretty dead. <laughs> you look it's like a broken man. It's been a few bad weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so winning bets is not always a good thing for you. Oh, you winning bets, yeah, not for your health, but what a fucking two weekends we've had. Honestly, made a lot of money for a lot of people, which is always good and fun. Uh, makes it worth doing. Obviously, we had a bit of a, a rest last week. I couldn't quite make it, but all the bets and the tips won again on the weekend. Um, yeah, it's been mega. I just want to, just for the listeners at home, just to realise why we weren't around last week. Um, well, I was. I was, um, well, Tuesday, we, we normally record this on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, don't we? And like Tuesday, I couldn't do last Tuesday because Bourne were playing um, 1 6 0. That's seven on the bounce now, up the wakes. Um, Bourne were playing on Tuesday and I do all their social media stuff, so I couldn't go Tuesday. Wednesday, you had a work event or something like that. I wasn't sure if it was a Boris Johnson work event, so I left you alone. Then Thursday morning in our group chat, Fen appears at like six, seven o'clock after not hearing from him from not following his work event, asking where he can get a tuxedo from at last minute. We're all thinking, what the fuck's going on here? Ben's asking for a tuxedo. He's gone off grid for 24 hours. Now he's asking for a tuxedo. Turns out he's oh, going man, to... Didn't... No, what? no, no. I didn't want to obviously break it to everyone, but, you know, I've obviously been casting from the Lee James Bombshell. Ah, is that what it is? Oh, we just thought you had like a red carpet event with yours as James Bond. And then anyway, you went completely off grid. Like, I think you reappeared on Saturday on the group chat saying, uh, I don't know what's gone on. I'm, I'm assuming strippers of wherever you've been have made a lot of money what's 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 happened my wins there i win that's how we say it's a one-way street they might just keep in their pocket in my pocket in their pants that's not the g <laughs> right anyways <laughs> let's go on let's go on right so we're back louder bigger better than ever um that's, as, as ben says we've had some cracking weekends unbelievable bets have landed huge profit made on ufc football uh, NFL, you name it, we've won it. Okay, let's get into it, Fen. Boxing, UFC. I'm handing over to you. This is your domain. Welcome back. Fen, give us what you got. Yeah. So, uh, two big UFC bets this weekend. I think one, I'm going to go for Dustin Poirier to win and then back, back the knockout as well. <clears throat> Reason being, Dustin Poirier's a ball like and bang. He's fighting Michael Chandler. Michael Chandler's got supreme knockout power, by the way, but. He's been known to be dropped in every single of his last four fights, and, and Dustin Poirier's a different beast. So, Poirier to win, I think he's just in the odds on Mark, and then I think him to the TKO's fate. A fact that, right, this is the big one. Now, I'm going to just give a little bit, and I won't go too much detail. But Israel Adesanya is fighting Pereira. So, basically, before both of them joined the UFC, they were both world champions in kickboxing, and they fought first time, and it was controversial. Izzy should have won, but again, it's Pereira. And then in the second fight, Izzy Adesanya, Izzy Adesanya pieced him up, yeah, and went into the third round after almost stopping Pereira, and Pereira just knocked him clean out. It's Israel Adesanya's only time he's ever been knocked out. Take it back five, six years, and now Israel Adesanya is joining the UFC, made his way to fame. He's been one of the best lightweight heavyweight champions of the world. Uh, sorry, uh, middleweight champions of the world, and unbeaten in his division. And Pereira who has recently joined the UFC in the last two years, has done the same and has now become the number one contender. So this is like a real fairy tale story. Okay, so it's the first time this is ever going to be a five-rounder. And knowing that both fights should have ended 
by a stop. Well, one fight ended by a clean knockout. Other fights should have ended by a stoppage. And 11 to 10 for this fight not to go to distance for five rounds. And I tell you why he's favoured to go to distance. Done the fight, his last three defences, but a different style of opponents. This has got venom in it. And the, it's too close to call who's going to win. I'd go Izzy, but I'm not saying that for the tip. And the tip is will the fight go to distance? No. 11 to 10. Bet your fucking mortgage on it because we're coming in. I'm a third. My third. My third. I've got an NFL one for Friday night, Friday morning. Wait, 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 wait. This is my domain. What the fuck no, are you no, no. doing? Let me just hit one. Let me just hit one. I had a Panthers and Falcons over 41 points. Well, on Thursday night football for all Friday for us. Friday yeah, okay. morning, yeah. Yeah, we've got the Pampers versus Falcons. Um, basically, I'm nicking this tip. I'm not going to lie. One of this guy who is on a massive, massive American football role, probably bigger than yourself, I'm um, has just uh, put some tips on. So they pay like 400 quid for um, a membership. And he's just one of 130 grand in his last tips. And this is his biggest tip for uh, this week. It's for over 41 points. So, yeah, I've stolen it. Um, I, I, I'm going to go with that over 41 and a half points. But um, Falcons have got their running back coming back this week who should go overs on the yardage. He's, he's only just started coming back. I think the overs on him was about 79.5. So I will, I probably put, I was thinking of putting that out on Twitter anyway. So we'll probably put both of them out. Um, can't believe you're coming home to the dark side, mate. You know, NFL's where, where the money's at. UFC bets. Um, okay, boxing. Um, do you see there's still shitload of Fury? Uh, Fury versus Jazora tickets left. I went on yesterday. There's loads left. Yeah, I'm going. I know. Do you think it's going to sell out? Yeah, close to the event. People buy tickets close to the week. I don't think. What is it? What does it hold? Sixty three thousand. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Eighty Wembley and above, and they they yeah. extend it when they need more. And uh, the greatest boxer that has ever known, the greatest boxer of all time, uh, Chris Eubank Jr. He's is he fighting Liam Smith? Did I see? Yeah, that would be an ace fight. That would be a really, really good fight. Do you reckon he's still going to be eating Nando's and burgers before it? No, but I hope he goes for 60%. I hope he's cool wears like the 60% brand because he's pretty cool. He's the greatest boxer of all time in my book. Okay, anything else for UFC boxing from you? Any other tips? No, that's it. It's a big weekend. Dustin Poirier and Dustin Poirier knockout. And I go bigger on obviously Dustin Poirier's win and then a bit on the knockout um, cool. to help double any point. And then Israel Adesanya Pereira not to go the distance. And then, yeah, the American football. Uh, we've got a few good weeks after the UFC and uh, boxing coming up for this month, which is good, but we'll get on to them each week. So. Yeah, normally the build-up to Christmas is a lot of fights in there. We've got um, Dillian White coming up, obviously Fury, Chisora. It's quite a few in there. It's, it's, it's a good time of year. Right, should we do top three? What have we gone for? Well, we've debated this all afternoon after you've, you've reappeared again out of the strip clubs. Um, we've we've gone with this week, we've gone with the top three worst away stadiums to oh, visit. Oh, yeah. Wait, I think, it's, I think this is a good one because the football this weekend has been absolutely phenomenal. There's been a lot of excitement, red cards, goals, VAR. It's been a hell VAR's of a been No, 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 no. VAR's been fucking awful, but we'll come to that in a minute. Um, right, can yeah. I just say, can I just say, a big, nah, I don't mind, let's go on, go on, free West End. Right, but do you want to go first? Go on, hit me with your number three. So, I'm going to pick one that was probably the most disappointing that I've ever gone to, and this is not anti-anything. But I got tickets to watch Man United, Crystal Palace, and went to Old Trafford Stadium, and it was the worst footballing experience. Remember, do not get me wrong, Old Trafford's a nice stadium, but I went in and I was full of people who were not from Manchester, and we're really just tourists. And for the whole stand, it was absolutely horrific. A really disappointing experience. Okay. 
my obviously I've I've followed Forest up and down the country. I've been everywhere with them. So a lot of my experiences are a lot more lower leagues. But um, I think my third my third worst experience of away day has to be Stoke. Um, and I've been to both grounds. I've been to the old Victoria ground, which was on top of a fucking hill and was freezing fucking cold, piss wet, everyone pissing on each other to keep each other warm on the terraces. And then they built the Bet365, whatever fucking stadium it is now. And it's still fucking cold. It's like, how have they made the stadium that fucking cold? I think I even went to see him in March or April in the spring once, and it was still fucking freezing. Stoke away. You know, well, everyone was like jokes about, oh, can Messi do it on a cold night in Stoke? No one can do it on a cold night in Stoke. Your penis shrivels up and goes inside you. It's not a pleasant experience. Anyway, yeah. Hey, okay. hey, 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 hey. Can a, can a woman do it on a cold? Well, she grows a penis. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we're, we're open to all um, genders. You're normally, well. you're normally a woman specialist when it comes to sports. Mr. Ideal and everything like that. Maybe, yes, maybe that's the reason why Stoke's not been a pleasurable experience. I've not been as a woman. <laughs> like you're number two. Where's the way down? Yeah, second one I've ever been to. Honestly, absolutely horrific. Uh, KP, is it the KP Stadium in Hull? Uh, is that what's called? Oh, they've they've named about six different names, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, absolutely horrific. The average and the youngest average age the whole city fan is eighty-two. I did not know that. Um, I went there. It was pretty much like a funeral. It was dead. It was quiet. People dying. Um, I was probably the youngest person in there by far. I went to watch uh, Newcastle versus Hull. In a, I think it was the uh, Carabao Cup quarterfinal, and the winner went on to play Man United. Um, it was absolutely horrific. It was absolutely abysmal, and Hull City will not make the Premier League in another ten years. Um, I've been to Holloway as well, and I just remember two things, well, three things. Holloway, good pie. The the sponsor, you know, the sponsorship boards that go around the stadium. They they tell you which songs the whole fans are going to sing. <laughs> and uh, I just remember being stuck in the car park for about six hours trying to get out of the town. It wasn't a nice experience to be fair. The pie was good. Um, right, my number two worst away day is Leeds United. Um, before Premier League football, I think Premier League away days are capped at 30 quid, aren't they? You can't have more than 30 quid away day. But when they were in the championship, when I went to see Forest or Leeds away, it was 45 quid to get in because there's no cap on away thing. They absolutely rob away fans blind and you think Yorkshire they're renowned for saying how much but they absolutely rob you blind and you're in the worst stand you're in a shitty corner it's horrible but I think last time I beat, last time I went one four two, so I can't complain too much but it was, a, it was a horrible away day I don't like Leeds away at all right number one worst away day yeah uh, it's the number one um been a couple of times thing is with this it's obviously there's a few issues with it one it's you know it's the second biggest team in the sea um, which is always an issue because the Soviet Shadowed Barbers is the biggest club um, in that city. Two, it just doesn't have very lively fans. The atmosphere is not very good. Um, you know, they have nothing to celebrate or cheer for. Um, it's just down and depressing. And three, you fucking support them. So the worst team... I know it's two. I know it's away club I've been to. It's the, yeah, it's at the city ground in Nottingham but, Forest. Absolutely shit all. They talk about prestigious fans, uh, big clubs in general. You're fucking bollocks. Your fans are bollocks. Your fucking team's bollocks and Notts County's bigger. Um, I just want to say that we went to that game together. Um, what was the result? I don't remember. We won three fucking one. Thought you had the... 
Even do you I mean, remember? Scored? Hey, do, do you remember when uh, old uh, Colatini scored? I, I went to that game as well. Four three in one hundred twenty first minute. Yeah, 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 yeah. Smashed it yeah. and he's done. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So my worst away day is actually your team as well, but mine's actually a valid reason. You're just doing it to try and fucking wind me up and get me to fucking rattle. But mine has a valid reason because Newcastle had the potential for being the Ooh, best yeah. away day in the world. Not the same country. I'm saying the world. Because Newcastle Night Out, as you know, from Pop World and all the transvestites you've been with, is the best fucking night out in the world. Newcastle Away is one of the best nights out. However, you make the away fans climb Mount fucking Everest. I've seen oxygen canisters on the way up and dead fucking bodies. People pass out trying to get to their seats. If you put us in a decent part of the ground, be the best away day in the world. Better than uh, the Bernabeu, New Camp, you name it. But Newcastle away day is awful because of where they put the fans. Have, have, have you seen the seat from the left hand side? It's, it's amazing. The single the seat. Fire, like the single seat. Oh, <laughs> mate. It's tragic, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's like I agree with you. Oh, admit, so Newcastle, from a home perspective, is one of the best places you can go and visit. And the game atmosphere, absolutely unreal. If you're an away fan, fuck me. You and then I, I've been to Newcastle where my old mum when you used to be able to stand up behind the goal and there's some absolute limbs in that way and it was brilliant. But when you put us right in the fucking rafters, you just destroyed it. And if you go, and the worst thing, you know, you don't get much summer in Newcastle. You get like one day a year where it's not raining sidewards. But it's a greenhouse as well on a hot day because you've got all the sun built in through that side. I mean, you only get one day a year, it's like that. But yeah, Newcastle Way has so much potential. It's such a great city. You just let us down with where you put the phones. Right, do you want to do any more on football? Because I'm bored of football this week. Absolutely. No, I'm so I'm good. Up with VAR. No, no, no. I'm saving for later. I'm so, honestly, I'm so fed up with VAR. I think he destroyed about six games this weekend. And I'd rather be in the championship, honestly. We'd have been top of the Premier League without it. Oh, uh, no doubt. No, Have you noticed, though? I'm, I'm surprised you don't get more VAR decisions because of it's all done by oil-rich countries, I reckon. You know, they don't check the badge anymore. They check the bankroll. What are you thinking two weeks to the World Cup? How interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. So we're not doing football this week. We're going to move on to um, best performance, worst performance. Uh, you started for your top three. So I'm going to start with the best and worst. So my best performance of the week this week is, did you see the Dortmund game? I think they played, was it Bochum or Butcher? I don't know how to pronounce it. Bochum? I don't know how to pronounce it. But um, one, of the, one of the players was injured and the physio runs on, doesn't have any boots on us as regular trainers. Tries to stop as he's running on, but skids on the pitch and completely kicks the player in the head, almost knocking him out. It was one of the best things I've seen, a physio knock out a player as he's trying to go to him. It was absolutely brilliant. We'll put it on social media. It was incredible. <laughs> well, what's your best performance of the week? I've got a few. I've got a few, to be fair, and I think they're all worth nominating. Number one, fucking Newcastle United. Now, where will they just say, going to fucking winter break, top four, get in. Second, um, did you watch the MLS also? And uh, sorry, the MLS Cup final. Well, yes. that game I'll go with Bale in the 128th minute. All that money and the penalties to win it. Watch that game, it went into extra time. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and the other team scored. Um, obviously, the winning goal that they fought in the 120th minute, and then the 128th. You couldn't believe it. And then one more, which you thought was oh, god, sorry. No, I'll tell you what I liked about that. Yeah, MLS gets a lot of sick. And I've been to MLS games where I'm just like, this is completely like manufactured atmosphere. It's all like smoke bombs go off at a set time. You get sing her singing sheets to sing the songs and stuff like that. 
But the, did you see the limbs when Gareth Bale scored? The whole whole like stand was absolutely going insane. I, I like the fact that they've actually finally got an atmosphere in MLS as well. It was great. I really enjoyed that game. Really did. Yeah. Anyway, carry on. Great. And then one more. Did you see the Boca Juniors final? We said we wouldn't talk football, but this is fucking amazing. Yeah, I did. Yeah, oi. Oh, they had to finish the game early because they got too many of the players sent off. Absolutely fantastic. When they scored the winning goal, honestly, the guy from kickoff that just receives the ball, the other man just runs and boots him straight in the back. I've never seen that like it. It was absolutely fantastic. Plays football in its best. If you're losing, just fucking quit and go out with a fucking bang. Was it 10 red cards in the game or something? Yeah, I believe. Did they get, they went down to six, didn't they? So that's when they can't continue to play. Yeah, or, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I tell you one more. I forgot. I forgot. Um, did you see the Minnesota Vikings? Um, did they play Washington Commanders? I think they played Commanders. Did you see their celebrations? If you didn't see it, YouTube it. They did this 10 pin bowling celebration when they scored the last touchdown when Kirk Cousins threw it to, um, I think it was Cook, I think it was the Russian back who took the reception. And they did this beautiful, it was one of the best celebrations I've ever seen in NFL. It was just so choreographed beautifully. It was great. Right, worst performance. Um, I'm, I'm sticking with NFL on worst performance. Obviously, we didn't do last week, but the week before, we had a clean clean sweep at NFL London for the Broncos versus Jags game. Great game, really enjoyed the day. But I think the worst performance of the week is UK NFL fans. I'd, I've never really, like, because my wife couldn't come because the kids were real. So I went down on my own and I met some guy down there who bought my ticket and stuff like that. And I've never really looked around at an NFL game before and realised that the crowd are full of virgins. I mean, weirdos. Like, these fans have never been out of their mum's basement. They've got all the apparel, like, all the jerseys and the hats and stuff like that. They're all fucking you, weirdos. You agreed with me. You agreed. I said this is one of the uh, big myths uh, a long time back about American fans uh, or sports being played overseas. And you totally agreed. Um, so time your eyes reopened um, about how no, it was. No, to be fair, the atmosphere in Wembley was great. I just looked around. I was like, there's a lot of virgins in here that live in their mum's basements. But then you think about it. If you're an NFL fan, I stayed up and watched the game last night. It was on until four in the morning. Yeah, well, can I, do you think they look at you and think you're the... They might think I'm a virgin. I didn't have a vape with me, though. Oh, uh, no, that's always going to change. Like an elf by you, usually it can never be restored. Uh, maybe I was one of the cool kids. I don't know. Was you drinking beer at a camp? I would no, 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 because uh, you know, you know, Wembley's like it was um can poured into a fucking pint glass. Like, that's why it's like, like it wasn't Fury. Oh, it's painful. Oh, Wembley Stadium, so are you fucking catering? Jesus Christ. The only time Wembley Stadium was good was for the women's final, but that's because it was full of kids and lesbians. I mean, um, all all fans are welcome. Um, women's football's kids good. You can take drugs too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, if kids want a key, let them key. <laughs> hey, at least we undefended the pedos this week, but they're still. Hey, we haven't said anything about that during Liverpool yet, and justice for the night. Nah, I'm less. I can't unless we won. Did um right? Your worst performance of the week. Oh, it's um, it's worse, but it's not for me. I think it's fucking hilarious. For oh, your worst performance of the week, Jay Paul. It was the weekend before, but Jay Paul beating um Anderson Silva because there's so many people and. Silver was going to wipe the floor with Jake Paul and uh, Jake beat him quite comfortably to be honest it wasn't too, too bad um, and honestly just because the lunchman there's so many times with decent boxes do not get me wrong he's not going to be a world class fighter or anything like that 
Um, I, I'm telling you, but he he would probably be a decent boxer. Um, I think he knocks Tommy Fury clean out, but we'll wait till it happens. You reckon? I don't. I think it's, I think that damage sport. So much... Don't forget, it's damage sport. You think what's happening with boxing and all these fights that are not going to happen? But with YouTube boxers, you get the fucking fights that you want. They sell. People are excited. People are entertained. It's dramatic. It really like changes the way and the opinion of what the public see. Yeah, if you're a winner on YouTube or not. So that boxing, YouTube boxing, it's going to overtake boxing. That's going to be fucking insane. You know what I saw on social media this week? What's um, Jake Paul's brother, Logan? It's Logan Paul. Didn't he fight for a world wrestling title or something like that? Yeah, yeah. And I saw him like jump off the top rope with a selfie stick or something. It was it was impressive. Well, I saw. I know it's all stage it's entertainment, but it was impressive. Right, uh, NFL. I think it's time we move on to NFL. The best sport Bring in the world. Give me some money. Let's go. What we got? Right. So before we start, we just have to give a little bit of a round of applause. I think for Tom Brady. Yeah, his missus has left him. Because he won't retire. His kids are gone. They probably don't even know he's, if he's the real dad or not. Because I don't think he's got sex in his body. Because he's just too busy throwing footballs and concentrating on his vegan fasting diet. But he's thrown, listen to this, 100,000 passing yards now in his career. 100,000 passing yards. That's just incredible. And he was absolutely on fire against the Rams last night. The other night... I, Stay up and watch the game. I thought it was incredible. They, they, um, they can't, can they? They can't. Can no, they? no, 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 no. The Buccaneers, I mean, th- their division is so bad that they might get, a, they might win the division and get into their postseason. They might get, they won't get a wild card spot. So they have to win the division to get into the postseason. But they, they're, they're not there. Look, fucking Steelers beat them. Steelers are shit. So, you know, um, Bucks aren't going to do it. But anyway, um, this week, I think the biggest game this week is Bills versus Vikings. I think it's an incredible game. Um, and Josh Allen's tweaked his elbow the other night. And so I'm not sure how sustainable he is going forward. And Kirk Cousins is being six games on the trot. I did. What was the thing I said first week we did the pod? Watch out for the Vikings. I think Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson are going to have a big year. I said it the first week of the pod. I think they're now six and one. Um, they're coming. Vikings are coming. They're the big, big outsider. If you want a nice outside, but anyway, but onto this weekend. Um, my favorite bet. He's coming nine weeks on the trot. Do you want to make it ten weeks? The Indianapolis oh, Colts. Yes, Indianapolis <laughs> Colts to be losing at halftime. If you backed it the last nine weeks, you'd have made some serious fucking money. I mean, serious money. Well, what's the odds this week? What's the odds spread? The yeah, they're playing already. The so it'll be around even slash odds on. You know, last week was a bit <laughs> short against the Patriots. The week before, they were favourites. The week before when I tipped it, they were favourites. So even if you back the handicap, you'll get like seven to five. It was ridiculous odds. Colts to be losing at half time. Their average score in a game is 16 points. So if you're watching a Colts game, just go on this and they'll be losing at half time every single time. They are shit. But they've just sacked their head coach. So just err on the side of caution. They might have that new coach bounce, but I think they'll be losing at half time. Um, Another bet, New York Giants, they've been on a bye week last week, so they're nicely rested. Their superstar uh, running back is Shaquan Barkley. We had him first anytime touchdown at Wembley, uh, no, not Wembley, at Top Stadium. And again, I think he's going to have an anytime touchdown score. They're playing the Texans, Texans are shit. Anytime touchdown score and probably over is on the rushing yards. I think I'll be about 80, 90 yards, but he'll well break 100 this week, so over's on that. 
You have Titans and the Broncos, Titans, Derek Henry had two touchdowns against the Rams. Backed him on social media this week as well, if you'd have followed that one, to give him an over touchdown, over rushing yards and a touchdown as well. But um and it's NFL Munich this week as well. He's gone to Germany. Um, so I'll probably put up some bets on that game, but keep it on social media so that's that'll be the main TV Sunday game. But just to recap, you've got Colts to be losing at half time, just back that every week until it loses. I think that's gonna come in every week. Um Shaquan Barkley for the New York Giants, anytime touchdown and overs on the rushing yards. And then Derek Henry for the Tennessee Titans against the Broncos, anytime touchdown and over on the rushing yards. Those are the main five bets. We've done seven out of eight profitable weeks on the NFL, so let's just keep that gravy train rolling. Right. Fence opinion. We've been waiting for two weeks now. Is it Fen's opinion or what Fen did or who Fen did? I know. We're playing. I'm a celebrity. Who the fuck are you picking? Right, I'm going to give you two options. Matt Hancock. Love the guy. Love fucking Matt Hancock. Hold on. Are you ready? Ready. Andre the Giant or Rey Mysterio is your first pick. Are these, are these wrestlers? They're wrestlers. They're old school wrestlers. One's fucking ginormous and used to drink 42 cans of beer. That's not a lie. 42 cans of beer. And one the Mexican guy that wears a mask that can't take it off. I'll go for the beer guy. Beer guy. Brilliant. Elton John or Jimmy Savile? Oh, uh, well, only one's come well, out. I need, I need reasons as well. So, yeah, make sure you give me a reason why they're in. Why they're in. Right, well, only one's come out as a pedo, so he's the legend, isn't he? I mean, no, shit. Oh, God. Elton John. Because <laughs> he's not a pedo yet. Okay. Connor Ben, Jr. Or yeah. Pablo Escobar? Both druggies. Uh, Pablo's done a lot of good for society. <laughs> Them Colombian islands look pretty sweet, yeah. Oh, love Of course, in any harm. Forrest Johnson, Margaret Thatcher. Oh, Maggie, every time. You take Maggie Thatcher with Big Boris? Yeah, Grantham legend. One, one a woman. Oh, lady. Forrest oh, Johnson would turn it into an absolute pie. Yeah, but Maggie's Maggie, isn't she? She pisses people off. I like people that piss people off. Lips Schofield or Holly Wemby? Um... Uh, well, it's, uh, Philip, she, he's the one that was bumming that 16-year-old runner, wasn't he? Gone, got him coffee. He also put his hand up Gordon the gopher for years. So go Holly Willoughby. Will Chris Eubank Senior or 60% Chris Eubank Junior? Or oh, 60%. He's the best boxer that's ever lived. 60%. It's a pretty good lineup this so far. Isn't it? I don't know. We need someone to Photoshop all these people like they're coming into the fucking jungle. Producer Dave, well, here's your job for the week. And uh, Philip's grave or the Queen's coffin? Uh, Queen's coffin because that's got the crown on it and that's going to be worth some dollar isn't it I want to see who nicks it yeah I'd, I'd love to see uh, the Queen's coffin um, doing a bush of trial <laughs> <laughs> kangaroo well, you know, testicle in the dead Queen's you know mouth out, yeah <laughs> when it comes out of the helicopter and I've got to make the entrance in just dangling the coffin just, just drops in the water does it float or sink <laughs> Maybe that's, oh, the Maybe that's the challenge. She's got to get out before it sinks. <laughs> oh, so no Matt Hancock this week then. Yeah, what's going to happen with him? Is he going to be allowed back in or what? Oh, I just love the man. I've always loved the man. I think he's fucking no, legend. No, no, he's kicking off and then they're saying he's going to remove him and then bring him back in and then remove him. Guys, he's, 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 he's a personal hero of mine, as you know. I think he's fucking great. Um, 
Yeah, long live the Tories up Margaret Thatcher, the Iron Lady, as we always say. Right. Uh, uh, okay, I've been spinning for the week. Let's move on to two fifth puns. We've been two fifth puns. You know the drill by now. Two fifth puns. Uh, Fern, what's your main bet for the week, please? Eddie and Pereira, it ain't going the distance. Tonight's podcast has been rough. I ain't feel great. But trust me, it ain't going the fucking distance. Game on. Game <laughs> on. Right, and my one this week, I'm not going to tip the Colts to be losing at halftime, but just back it anyway. But I do fancy Shaquan Barkley anytime touchdown and to be overs on the rushing yards after his nice little break for the bye week. Right, Fen, it's been a pleasure. Nice to see you again. I'm glad you're not dead. This has been a rough, rough time for you, and we appreciate everyone. I think everyone listening at home appreciates you turning out, being resurrected, <laughs> giving us your thoughts for the week. We'd love to know the stories of what has happened, but I don't even think you know, do you? Been told some horrific things, <laughs> and that's as far as I want to go. You've been to some dark, dark places, but you don't want to discuss it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. I met I met half the armor celeb company you just named <laughs> right this has been a bad bad week for the puns physically and emotionally and betting wise we've been on form so stick with us guys we'll be back next week for another episode two perfect puns any closing remarks from you Alex or do you just want to yeah, go home wait, go on. One, one more one more bet one more bet if anyone backs Newcastle to beat Chelsea this weekend and it comes in and they have proof I'm getting an OnlyFans t-shirt yeah the OnlyFans t-shirt promises back Fens back from the chair I'm the fucking tomb Saudi Arabia baby till we die fuck them and I right we've been a two of the Buds podcast thanks for tuning in we'll see you next week bye bye <laughs>